You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AreYouScreening.com podcast. I'm your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, it's obviously uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is right. the uh, big, giant blockbuster taking over the world, and I oh, think I it's, uh, yeah, it's well over 100 office. million, I, knew, I think. Yeah, uh, I should actually check that real it's quick. It's huge. It's, the last I heard was... A hundred million, and that was probably Saturday. Right, so it had already probably cleared it. Yeah. way, way more than that. Anyway, but um, so making this moot because everyone's seen it already. Uh, but, but yeah, huge. And uh, there was some uh, very last minute. If you go back like a week now, there was some very last minute uh, hesitation by people who didn't want to predict that it was going to make a lot of money because right. they were really scared. Right. <laughs> that right. That I don't know, it'd be like uh, the elections where everyone thought uh, yeah, I think Hillary was going to gonna win and then no one showed up or something. Yeah, I don't know I what think. it was, but yeah. you know, it's the second movie. It's the whole sophomore it's movie thing. Over 430 million. That's no. All. Yeah. World, I mean, that's global. worldwide. Global. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If that was just, I was gonna if say, that was just domestic, Jesus that's, Christ, that would be amazing. like the new world right, record of bigger. ever. Yeah. <laughs> You totally throw. Yeah, me. sorry about that. That's that's uh, global. <laughs> before we before we jump into the movie, though, uh, there's some news we're going to cover, and I want to run through real quick uh, what's coming up in in movies because it's insane. Yeah, uh, what's coming up right now? Next week is uh, for for a while we were talking about this. I thought Alien was next week, and it's not. Right. Uh, next week there's Snatched. Yep. Uh, so that. Ought to be pretty good, and King Arthur, which oh, uh, yeah. King Arthur at this point is like the redheaded oh, stepchild of the month or look something. At, look at my all reaction the stuff to that's it. coming out. I'm like, oh yeah, like I had no clue, and uh, now I remember that's you not good. would you would think. I, I remember looking at this movie for a long time, thinking that should be gigantic. Yeah, and it's just and it kind of is i guess i mean it, it's a big production it's, it's a huge it's ambitious got a thing bunch yeah. of people in it it should be a pretty good actiony movie but compared to what this movie is like bookended by my god that poor movie right? yeah <laughs> it's got yeah. uh it's got heat gigantic stuff before it and so then the next week is alien covenant uh the week after that is both the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie and Baywatch. Right. That's going to be a crazy weekend in general. Yeah. I would think. Um, the number of people who are going to go to at least one of those, if not both, yeah. in right. that weekend is right. going to be. Uh, I don't know if that huge. crowd is the same for both, though. You know what I mean? Like sometimes right, you see right, someone right. do a double feature. I don't see. I don't see the pirate lovers going. They for don't. The that rock demographic doesn't. Not cross just the rock, over. but you know. I don't even know. I'm worried about pirates, actually. Even though, I mean, I probably it, you don't have to worry about if it. I it's own, be if fine. I own the studio, yeah. right? I guess I yeah. bet on it, <laughs> right? But I feel like you know, by the by, the last uh, pirates movie, a lot of fans had really soured on the series, kind of, and maybe there's been enough of a break uh, yeah. since the last one 
that Hopefully. that people will forget that they I didn't like, like it anymore. I like them. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't ever the, apologize for liking them. I I always thought they were fun. I think the last it, one, the last but, one w- went kind of down such a yeah. screwball road. I get why that people. There was kind of some backlash after yeah. that came out with people going, "Wait, what now?" It just I felt mean, like a bit of a money grab. A little, yeah, you was, know, and I get that. It 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 felt a lot like. Um, maybe kind of like the fate and the furious yeah uh, the fate of the furious at this point where you know it almost kind of feels like we have a production window for whatever reason that you know even though our script isn't done we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna start shooting and then i don't know something will happen someone will have an idea i don't know but it just felt a little weird so i'm a little scared that this one is that not going to take over like right uh, you know when the second one came out remember man, how big you were it was money, right? yeah that i was mean just, that was just gold you just printed money yeah that, let's, let's just run it it was yeah. so huge it was crazy and it, it is kind of interesting uh speaking of that you know this is like a week ago now but uh johnny depp showed up at the pirates of the caribbean Did you see that yeah that, i did uh, i loved it that uh, you go on the ride and all of a sudden he's just I actually loved, I there. Loved thought, I loved how in some of the YouTube vid- footage, you know, people are like, that's not really him. And he would look at them and be like, it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're like, oh my God, we're going <laughs> to yeah. go through again. You know, it was, I w- say what you will about Johnny Depp, whether you like him or not, an unending amount of gratitude and appreciation for the fact that he recognized how cool his impact was. He just takes that, jack sparrow costume with him all the time or he has a copy of it and when he's bored or he's got time to kill he just gets in character and goes to like a hospital right and, or goes to some place and he sees kids it's not always just kids but he he really makes an impact and people are blown away that they're like but you're johnny depp you shouldn't right. be doing like this stuff outside of a make a wish foundation obligation and he just does it yeah. And it's awesome. I think he he actually is one of the I mean I like him anyway. I, I like, like him anyway. I like his stuff. Yeah. Uh I like him, you know, the vast majority of the time. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that even a long time ago he would really uh kind of gravitate towards lots of screwball things like yeah. Benny and June right. and you know crazy uh deals like that. Um I you know, I, I've liked him forever, but I really like him just as even though he does seem like he's kind of crazy yeah. in, in certain ways, right? Yeah. He still somehow has like never lost, as far as I can tell, this kind of, uh, you know, amazed that he's there right. kind he of always, attitude yeah. where he's like, yeah. whatever, I'm I'm just a guy, <laughs> this you know? This could gone anywhere, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and that kind of translates into him doing stuff like that. Yeah. You know, he's just like, what, whatever. But then at the same time, he's still kind of crazy. He's almost like yeah. the, like Chris Pratt is like the new him yeah. for me. Like Chris Pratt just always seems like he's like, shut up. Right. I'm not really yeah. this or, right. you know, whatever. He's just very kind of down to earth and almost mystified by his own success. So he doesn't take it too seriously. Right. So yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Which uh, leads us, in, right into Guardians of the Galaxy, except news uh, that there is some other news that I wanted to just uh, it's all probably everywhere. Most of it anyway, but American Idol is coming back. Yeah, that's weird to ABC. Yeah, which uh, is <laughs> double weird. It's actually like triple weird because first of all, it's weird that if it's going to come back, it's not going to be on Fox. Right. Um, 
it does give you a little bit of hope that if they're, you know, rebooting, sort of, even though it's not something that gets rebooted in a, any kind of way that makes sense, but if we're rebooting that on another network, yeah, maybe we can do things a little bit differently, right? depending on exactly how the contract works. But, uh, you know, the, the show was, it, it's surprising that it's coming back because the show was dwindling. Yeah. Like, massively. They didn't, you know, stop making that show because it was getting better and better ratings all the time. Right. 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 Uh, it was really dwindling for a long time. So it's weird that it's coming back at all. Right. Um, because you better have some kind of idea or maybe your idea is that as long as it's been gone for a little while, people will show back up. That's the weird one. I thought like that first episode is going to crush. Yeah. Right. Right. But is the second episode? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) The second episode is going to do well because we're still making fun of people. Maybe. Because those yeah. always do well. Oh, yeah. the, the initial episodes do pretty decently. Maybe maybe they're looking at the voice and how strong it's still chugging along. Right. And, and they're thinking, why are they taking our money? And for a long time, uh, NBC was in talks <laughs> to bring back American Idol. And yeah, ultimately, ultimately, they didn't do it because they have the voice. They the voice. And they don't want to have right. their own competition, right. I guess. Right. Uh, seems like maybe you just have a monopoly on all the singing shows. I guess. And that wouldn't be bad. Right. But... They didn't want to do it. Finally, uh, ABC does it. And so I I guess you get a little bit of hope that if somebody else is going to do it, maybe they'll do it differently enough yeah. that they can maybe get away from all the problems, uh, <coughs> which, you know, it just seemed like people were getting bored of the show. Yeah. Uh, it and- just... It just kept going. And, and I'll tell you, and now Simon Cowell can't come back. Right. And that, that was the other thing with NBC was when NBC yeah. was in talks, there was hope that... Maybe they'll just bring back Simon Cowell. Right. And now they can't because he's exclusive to NBC. Yeah. So ABC can't have him. But anyway, it was, uh, you know, the show was just getting so, uh, it, it had judges on it. And I don't want to, you know, bag on any particular judge or anything. Oh, you do. Because frankly, they all did it. Yeah. Uh, every judge the show has ever had that wasn't Simon Cowell, they all did it uh, way too much for my liking the whole time. Mm-hmm. They always had judges who were just constantly saying everything was good. Once you get to a certain point, right, after, you know, because they say people are bad at the beginning and they don't pick them and who knows, whatever. Yeah. But once we pick people, after that point, everything that happens, they just say is really good. Yeah. They just keep saying the show's never had this much talent on it. You're a star. We just got to get you through Everything is awesome. Yeah. There's there's no hope of voting for anyone, for the judges to have an opinion where they're voting for anyone over anyone else because right. they say everyone is awesome. Right. They say everyone's the best person who's ever been on the show. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and and then it's boring to watch because, right. and it's some, it's some kind of weird corporate backroom decision where they tell the judges, you can't say people are bad right. or else eventually people are going to go, why am I watching the show with yeah. all the bad people? Right. right? I'm going to believe you. And yeah. you can't, uh, you can't start saying you can't, have it be implied that man a couple of years ago there was a lot more talent on the show right and it spun out of control yeah you know the the general idea of doing that maybe is not a bad idea you know hey don't don't overplay the fact that everyone sucks this year <laughs> right that's an okay idea <laughs> yeah. right but somehow it got lost in the translation of just you couldn't watch the show anymore yeah every judge was saying everything was great 
And you're watching it going, I think that sucks. That's like trying to watch a that's <laughs> yeah. like trying to watch a boxing match between two guys who have a fifty and oh record. You know, they've they've beaten fifty kindergartners right. to get there, but you know, oh, right. who is the most per yeah, I don't Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so that's coming back. Uh, but that's actually it, big it's news. Gonna, it's going to be like January a, next yeah, year. That was such a monolith of a show that there's a part of me that's curious like, well, look, it, how are you going to do this? It was, and you it know? is such a weird world. And it makes me think, uh, that show, bringing that back, that makes me think, man, the major networks are just so desperate at this point. Yeah. And it, the world is so weird. And you have all these networks that have all these shows. You, you know, you have yeah. 5,000 times the shows that you had 20 years ago or right. whatever. And it always, American Idol always blows me away because it was the biggest show. Yeah. Like not even close, the, right? Yeah, it right. was way the it biggest a- show. And at no point... Right? Did American Idol ever have better ratings than Growing Pains? Yeah. Which yeah. blows my mind, which was right. never better than like the fifth show right. at the time. Right. Which is like, now imagine the people who have to run the networks and ha- right. what they have to do with their lives. And, you know, they used to just go, look, man, we'll just throw out some Growing Pains. Right. We'll make a cabillion dollars. Right, right. <laughs> and that's right. all you had to do. Money's was have in the syndication. Yeah. The set of a living room and a kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and uh, right. and like five people and a door and, where people can come right. from the outside world, and then right. that's it. And fantastically yeah. stupid we stories. Should, we should and... be showrunners. <laughs> exactly. Look at us. We're late. We're giving them all our great ideas. But if you j- just try to think about yeah. what they have to do with their lives now, when they get American Idol is a, the monster hit of the universe, right. and that's as much of the market share as they can get. Yeah, right. And that was I'm that kinda, was already like decades ago, yeah. and now it's just that much worse now i know that i know they're all different agencies but i keep thinking i'm surprised when i'm flipping through the channels and there isn't like a performer channel where x and the voice and idol it's just all all just every single one america's got talent you know and then all the british and australian and japanese versions like i'm just surprised i can't watch people audition all day 24 7 for something exactly you know uh, I'm sure you can. That's you my idea, that though. That's my million-dollar idea. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, in more news, uh, well, actually, in not news, in a way, uh, the MTV movie and TV oh, awards yeah. were... Did you uh, watch those? Sunday? Yeah. I guess. Because they were all... Um, on re- they've been all day. No, because uh, the whole thing's ridiculous. Come on. You love it. You love it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to get into the news, except if you go look, there are some uh, actually cool things with like uh, Hugh Jackman and right. uh, some interesting stuff happened on it. And they won like best duo. So they, you know, got up and it was all right. very cool. And um, Stranger Things people still Did were everywhere of, yeah. and awesome speeches and right. you know whatever go find all that stuff yourself sure. but uh, but as <laughs> but far it as, happened. It happened. as far as like who wins or whatever yeah no who cares um uh hellboy reboot is coming i wondered this, if you were gonna say this this is for me the most awesome news right because this be... i just love the fantastic world we're in yeah. where uh <clears throat> two pretty big people in the entertainment world even if they're not like the biggest people, but two pretty big people for like a decade can't get the third movie made. Yeah. And then uh, somebody comes along and goes, let's just start over. And right. it's like, ching, right. <laughs> we're in. Now, boom, they're, 
they're getting a deal yeah. uh, to do that. And it, 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 speaking of Stranger Things, it's, uh, I guess, I don't know if this is absolutely solidified at this point. I think it is. But it's uh, David Harbour, yeah. who was in Stranger Things, and Neil Marshall is going to be directing it. And it's going to be R-rated, and it's going to it. We're just starting over yeah. instead of doing the third one. Like I, that just blows my mind that you can't get the third one. Uh-huh. You can't get a deal for the third one to save your life if you pay for it yourself. And, right. And whatever. Guillermo del Toro like, had all these things. He's like, I'll do it. You know, right. Just you produce it. You know, just put it out there, distribute it. And, right. And they were just like, I don't know. And, like and I, no one wanted I'm it. with you. When I saw the news, I genuinely thought it was. Fake news. You know, I thought someone's just having right, a fun right. of run at somebody somebody's, because of something else, and they're running with yeah, it. Yeah, somebody's pissed at Ron and I'll Perlman. See, yeah, and I'll see a fake poster, and it's going to be Zac Efron sh- or something, right? And then I saw David Harbour, and I saw, you know, and I'm like, and it was, I didn't even see um, anything else, and I went, mm, he's kind of gruff, but this is just bull because right. Ron Perlman, Guillermo, these guys have been thinking about it. Guillermo always said he knew what the third story was going to be. He just he needs the money to do it. Right. And he thought about even doing a GoFundMe thing. Right. And it, it, it just made me think after I, after I acknowledged that it was a real story <laughs> and it was probably going to happen, uh, or at least it's on track for really happening, like what were the, what's the difficulty? Like who did Guillermo make mad? Yeah. Or who did Ron Perlman's in the pool story finally or right. like what was it between these two and yet, for years, and yet like it's you, no one i mean it's not it like, isn't it's, it's nobody. not like del toro isn't right. uh you know he's not still everywhere right. still doing stuff yep just came out with that troll hunter show yep. on netflix which apparently like i guess it's destroyed the I, world no i guess it's really, like crazy huge. yeah and not only that but it is actually really cool i've oh, I watched it, it. Did you, it uh, i've watched it it's really cool I was, um, but it's not like you know he's in a cave somewhere and no right, one will talk yeah. to him about anything. Right. And Ron Perlman too. He's not. Uh, he's not he, sitting out he, on a contract, but he's he's right. around. He's yeah, doing stuff, yeah. and he's he's always said, "I'll do it if Guillermo." And they they both have been, you know, "I'll do it if he'll do it." Right. That's just so weird. It's just so. It strange. is. It is the. It is one of the most bizarre uh, Hollywood. Even though it doesn't seem like it. I know. Probably to most it's people, It's funny, I, right? I felt the exact same way. But for me, it is the most bizarre, telling yeah. uh, craziness of of Hollywood yeah. and how stuff happens and how stuff doesn't happen. I, it's like uh, it's like trying to make Don Quixote for yeah, 20 years right. and five failed attempts and like yep. six hours of footage in the can right, and yeah. still it never It's already happens. $200 million over budget. And, right, yeah. The it last time so I'm pretty jaded when I read entertainment news because I think everything is obviously going to happen, you know. But I remember stopping when I read that, and I thought the last time I kind of froze was when I read that Lucas was selling Star Wars to right. Disney, <laughs> right? Right. You know, and I was like, "Shut up! There's <laughs> yeah. no way." And then I was like, "My God, this is crazy!" So yeah, I actually wondered if you were going to bring that up because I was. Yeah, I was going to so, bring it up. Yeah, that that's crazy news. And then uh, in other news, uh, you can tell the news is uh, geared toward what's interesting to me. Right. Uh, <laughs> Psych is coming back for a movie. Uh, we've got all yeah. all the cast apparently is signed on to do it, and they're going to have a, I guess, holiday themed movie called cool. Psych the Movie. Right. It's going to come out supposedly. Sure. I guess hopefully we have to like. I mean, yeah. get in gear now, but right. it's supposed to come out for this holiday it's season. Move. Right. 
And, uh, you know, that's, that's the coolest show. I, yeah, I, mean, I, know, I, I, remember you I, I love that show and it's, uh, uh, I love it the most for like Dulé Hill. Yeah. Especially if you just look at the <laughs> the world, right? right? And as a bigger picture, you know, he's on the West Wing uh, for like, God knows, it was a, eight it was years. A, I was going to say it was a long time. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was like seven or eight seasons, whatever that show was, but it was, uh, you know, forever. And, yeah. it, and it was such a big thing. Yeah. And, uh, and <laughs> let's face it, he was nobody uh, right. at the time. Right. I mean, it's not like the, they pulled him, they found him at Kmart right. when they were <laughs> trying to yeah. schedule. But he was, you know, nobody knew who he was. Right. He wasn't a big deal. And he goes from the West Wing, and I got to think he had some options. Yeah, <laughs> after, you'd think so after, after doing, after the, West doing Wing. the West Wing. And uh, then he gets on Psych and was awesome. Yeah. And, you know, anyway, uh, but I love that show. And it was actually kind of uh, strange that it ended when it ended because I thought, it's still as popular right, it as it ever gone. was, yeah. right? It could have yeah, uh, gone on going. more. But anyway, the, so they're going to come back together and do a uh, movie. When that first happened, I thought they were talking about it was going to come back and just like start up again. Right. right. <laughs> and the show is just right coming back, back now. Right. Now yeah. it's small, season hi- small eight hiatus. or nine or yeah. whatever it was. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, they're all <laughs> coming back and uh, and they got everybody involved. And, you know, I don't know. That's the new thing. Yeah. These days, apparently, I guess. Well, We've it's got happening. The Gilmore Girls is I was coming say, back. X Files came back. Gilmore Girls, like their Full House, all these things yeah, are making and, these uh, revivals. And, and and what's the one now? Will and Grace is uh, starting to put out pictures, and it's actually kind of funny. Just over the last couple of days, they've released just these couple of shots. Yeah, of them uh, like sitting in like directors type chairs, oh, right. yeah. you know, and they're just like sitting there, and yeah. and there's there's nothing, you know from the set or anything like that. It's just sure. them sitting in these chairs yeah. and it's almost like, no, believe us. Right. <laughs> right. We're not just <laughs> like, we're yeah. going to take a we're picture really and everything. Yeah, right? right. Because, uh, no matter how many times they say they're really doing it and it's coming out this fall. Yeah. It seems like that's one too, where everyone's like, well, ah, sooner or later, really? someone's going to be like, yeah, <laughs> right. F you prove <laughs> right. it, you right. know, but I mean, that doesn't say anything. We could put those chairs in front of a Costco. <laughs> like, sure. We're right. coming back. Come right. sit in this chair. Right. Uh, anyway, and then uh, finally, uh, I'm going to uh, get political on the news here because uh, Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, uh, I, I don't two nights ago, last night, I don't know when it was now. The, the story about uh, his kids. I'm, I'm all blended that together. That was a few days ago. Yeah, no, not the original story. His uh, response, the response that to was the, last night, I think. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which I thought was just hilarious Yeah, um, because... You know, you can't even uh, have like a serious thing without somebody giving you shit about it. I mean, right. The general idea, you know, sorry, Republicans, but like, sorry, not sorry. I guess, right. Yeah. Or whatever right. it is. But, uh, you, you know, he tells this like heartbreaking story about his kid yeah. and uh, the Internet explodes with it. And you give him about 12 hours and all of a sudden everyone's giving him shit about it. And Republicans everywhere are trying to take him down right. for doing it. How so he, he so he know. responded last night and and basically said uh, <laughs> it was actually kind of a longer thing, but basically said like, yeah, um children should have health care sorry right yeah <laughs> or like way to way to make the point right. yeah 
So. Anyway, uh, so that happened. And, uh, you know, if you don't watch Jimmy Kimmel and you've maybe <laughs> just heard about this or whatever, um, I really have to say, no matter who you are, go find those clips because yeah. they're uh, they're actually kind of awesome. Yeah, Both versions. You don't like, have to the look original very hard. story. Man, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're yeah. everywhere. The original story and his response are really kind of awesome. And I don't. I will say, uh, I don't watch him on a regular basis. I watch him once in a while, but I don't, I don't watch. Depending on the guest, I don't, I don't watch the show like all the time. Right. It's guest like based that. for me, not host based. He's not. Uh, you know, for me, late night shows have long ended. For me personally, right? You you <laughs> um, survived the Leno Letterman war. I, That's it. I watched. No more for you. Yeah, I watched Letterman like a long time ago. Yeah, and uh, I used to watch Craig Ferguson. Uh, yeah, because he was awesome. I was gonna say I uh, could see you. But watching other, Ferguson. but other than that, you know, the nighttime talk shows are not sufficiently different from daytime talk shows for right. me right. anymore. Anyway, uh, so Guardians of the Galaxy two. So. Hey, let me get your score here. This is a this is a crazy one uh, for me because the story is so bonkers, and they don't tell you what it is. It, it's weird. It was weird for me going into Guardians of the Galaxy two because it's almost like trying to get excited over the last like six months for Dunkirk, mm-hmm. right? Like Dunkirk Who comes out, what it's going to be, and it's right. like it was only a few days ago that they finally released a trailer where you had it a had little bit substance. of an idea of what <laughs> was like, going on. Oh, right? yeah, right. And that movie <laughs> yeah. for me is really, really weird because it's like all it really wants to say is that it's Christopher Nolan. Right, and that's all like, you need. That's all you need, man. Right, right. And it and they show some soldiers who and are looking kinda, up. Look, they're kind of right. They are right, you know. Except, uh, I gotta fully, I gotta but. say this: this movie had better really kick ass, <laughs> right? Because uh, you know his last one had people not uh, filing out, giving it tens all day long. Right. Uh, I mean, he has he's been one of my favorite directors yep. since following. Right. Uh, I've loved him forever. Yeah. Even uh, I really love Memento, and right. that's one that kind of splits people a little. It does. It's, lo- it's yeah. far enough. Interstellar was a weird one for it's a lot fa- of people. It's far enough away uh, that it doesn't matter. But, uh, you know, I've been a fan of his forever, and I love all the stuff that he does. I really yeah. like Batman Begins. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I don't love his other ones yeah. as much, but they're they're still really good, yeah. right? I just have my problems with them. But now, uh, you know, he's in a, like a weird place, I think, especially if you're going to have like Interstellar, even Inception. I don't know. I mean, people loved it because it was just trippy, wild you know? <clears throat> and awesome and yeah. all that. Yeah. But I'm not sure that even now, you know, people are rattling that off on their top 10 list of movies ever, right? Right. Where some of his older stuff, like I know a lot of people who think that The Prestige is still one that they think is mind-blowingly awesome. Yep. Um, And so he's got like Inception and Interstellar that I don't know that he's quite at the same place. Yeah. And if this one is, you know, even though people like it a lot, like people go give Inception like a eight out of 10 or whatever, mm-hmm. or seven out of 10, or, yeah. you know, I really liked it and all that. If this movie's not like mostly nines and tens, 
I don't know if we can do the same thing with his next movie. Right. Right. right, right. <laughs> we can't just say the next Christopher Nolan movie. Anyway, right. um, but it but still is weird that uh, they go look. It's Dunkirk. Google it. Right. Right. <laughs> and well, figure it and figure out what it, happens. I always right? thought they were like, "This is Dunkirk. Accept it." Right. You know, right. Tough. You know, you'll get and, it when and we you give it to you. And you get to see, you know? like, that they had these the little teasers running forever. With You got all the the young soldiers on the boat, and you can hear yeah. the plane, and they look at it, and they're not happy about it coming. Right. right. But that's all you get. That's it. And now, finally, we get a little bit more to go on, and it actually looks pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you've Thankfully. got, like, uh, Mark Rylance on the... Uh, <laughs> on the boat i mean he's mm-hmm. just a guy right and and they they put out the call to everyone come get these soldiers off of here and mark rylance as much as you got to love this idea uh, in some way yeah uh, probably really stupidly uh just goes <laughs> yeah i'm going i mean he's got a right. boat that holds like 10 people right. maybe and we got four hundred thousand soldiers we need to rescue uh, you're just like cannon fodder, right? You're just right. right. <laughs> you're yeah. just like something Guess to shoot what? at. You're yeah. not really saving anybody anyway. Anyway, <laughs> um, and uh, Cillian Murphy agrees in the trailer. Right? right? He's like, no, uh yeah, <laughs> you're getting me the hell out of here. Right. Anyway, um, but this movie is kind of the same, right? This movie, the trailers are, uh, you know, we show you who's in it. We show you little cute things with the mm-hmm. pushing the button mm-hmm. in the trailers right. and and uh, Groot and we show stuff exploding, but you don't really get anything of what's going on. Right. You know that uh, Ego is showing up yeah, and everyone's talking about how it's his dad. Mm-hmm. And so you know that's in there somewhere, but the trailers don't want to tell you anything about what the plot is. It this was is kind of weird. Yeah, it was strange. When, when <laughs> like they just we don't saw care. the trailers. You don't need to know. They basically just said, if you like the first one, we right. know we'll see you in the theater for the second. And there are actually some things about the movie that, that transcribe that notion too. But I was a bit surprised at what the film actually had that the trailer never showed. You know, because normally Lots they just, of, they, they throw right, a ton right, of it right. out. You know, they're like, by the way, there's this guy and this guy and these cameos and these things. And right, exactly. It was very sparse sparse in in uh its delivery and that was kind of refreshing going on yeah yeah all right so uh anyway you know the movie and we don't need to describe it so we gotta uh, jump right into our ratings i give this one a really really solid eight that's what i had you down for and i will tell you this movie absolutely positively no question in my mind at all should have been 10 and there are a couple things that happened in this movie that really screwed it up. Um, <laughs> yeah, to, to bring this is going to be another one of those to bring it down to an eight where that an it eight sh- that it shouldn't have done. Yeah, that really really pissed me off that it did. Wow! And, so uh, you took two hard swings <clears throat> at it. Yeah. That's right. So because there was a lot of the there was a lot of this movie I was watching going. This is a ten. This, mm-hmm. What could th- what could this be doing better? This is I was having a, like a great time watching most of this movie. Yeah, I, I thought it was fantastic yeah. for a lot of the movie, and uh, it got uh, kind of repetitious at parts. Yeah, that really irritated me um, because this is a movie that has to know better than that, mm-hmm. right? And and it was doing stuff in the movie where um, our goal is not to make this the best movie we can. 
our right. goal is to check off all these boxes because yeah. someone told us we have to. Right. And and it screwed up the movie in big ways. You know, and yeah. I took off uh, I took off a star just for Stanley. Thank you. Because he Sucks. pissed me off yeah. so bad in this movie. And as much as I don't like him in a lot of the other cameos he does, I'm really willing to forgive a lot of them too because they're uh, they're super annoying. Maybe whatever it is that he's doing is really stupid, mm-hmm. but it's like a second and a half long. It's still I or, hate so much. <laughs> or it's not completely terrible. Some of his really early ones. They're okay. I, I'm okay with. There's a couple uh, really a clever lot, ones, right? Yeah, they're uh, they're not a big deal. They're yep. maybe a couple seconds long, yep. and they don't com- they don't pull you right out of the movie. You know, mm. yeah. This one has every bad thing about it you could imagine. Yeah, uh, it's it stops the narrative. It, it's more than once right. yeah. for one thing. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't bad enough the first time, they actually do it again. Yeah. There's no forgiving that. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. It's really stupid what's happening and, and our, our theoretical excuse for why we're watching it mm-hmm. is really stupid. It's yeah. just awful. <laughs> and, uh, and both of them individually go on forever. Too long. And, yep. then, and then there's two of them. And they both are, <laughs> are too right. long. And uh, as if all that wasn't bad enough, it introduces a really stupid cameo of the other characters that he's talking to for totally no reason. Right. Just to put, just fan service. That, except that he just likes that idea or right. whatever. Right. So yeah. anyway, so ultimately at the end of the day, I give it an eight. This will be one of those films that, People that have listened to us for a long time sometimes write, sometimes tell me in person, sometimes tell you in person. That's our thing. We give something a really high number and then we just rail on trash. It, you know, yeah. so I, I am also at eight and surprisingly so. Um, I liked I liked the first one somewhat. Everybody else seemed to really love it. And I felt like I'd missed something like I'd seen something yeah, that I was I, really I, I remember I liked it a little bit more than you, yeah. but I also did not... I mean, everybody was like, this is the most amazing one. I mean, I, think we, I think we gave it like eight and We're seven. We're pretty close, or, yeah. Know, like it was, it was, like it was close to that. And I just remember thinking, and I think I told you, I don't remember if I said it on the show, but I just thought, I, I want to see that again because I feel like either my mood wasn't right, and I remember being in a great mood for it, being really interested in it, but being real hesitant just by the very nature of what it was showing in the previews. But everybody seemed to really like it in a way that I excused myself for it because I see a lot of movies. Right. And I thought, you know, and it sounds condescending when you say it but or when it's said, but it's not. It's, it's just sort of factually that if you see 80, 100, 120 movies a year and you see something like this, you may not be wowed by it in the way that someone who sees seven movies right, a year right. is. And so... And an eight for me was actually kind of really surprising. There was a great amount of the movie, much like you, where I was just sitting there and I'm going, holy crap, this is really, really great. Like yeah. what they're doing is working on all these levels. And and when they're doing, when it's working on all those levels, it feels uh, original in a way. It feels like it's doing very clever and effortless things. And it's exciting 
you know, when it's, when it's all on point, it's all of these things at once and it doesn't feel like it's, it's struggling, but when it, when it stumbles in those moments, it feels very clumsy and very awkward and unsure of itself. And at worst, it feels heavy handed in what it's trying to deliver. Um, and, and for, in, in that regard, as we start talking about it more, <clears throat> most of that heavy handedness came in the way of like how sentimental it was trying to make me feel with right. pushing all these things. Yeah. You know, it, it, it almost reminded me of the fate and the furious and any of the furious films where at any given point you can stop the, the narrative of any character talking to one another and remind them that this is family. You know, that's like, right. that's just a line right. you can throw in at any point and any of the characters can say, yeah, but we're family. Like right. this film just seemed to be carrying that torch for a long time, telling me, you know, this is new family, this is new family. And I didn't feel that that was really working so much. The thing that I really loved almost more than anything else about the film was like the underlying um, narrative of redemption and forgiveness amongst people that are family. Right. And how much that was really, how much that really effectively worked with Gamora and her sister, Rocket, you know, not necessarily Groot so much Drax, you know, with Mantis. It, it wants to do it with Peter and his dad, but it does it most effectively with Peter and Yondu, with Michael Rooker. Like right, that right. whole thing was awesome. And I just wanted more of it if I'm going to take one big swing in it that isn't Stan Lee, I'll say this. The movie is is too long in the worst of ways where I would have much rather had had 10 more minutes of narrative about Peter Quill or, or at least something more with a character I was interested in and less of the 25-minute extended, bloated, boring fight with the lawnmower man. Right, right. Like right. when when they're fighting at the end of the movie, all I could think of was the lawnmower man. Yeah, you know, I was just and, like, "This is so stupid and, you know, and distracting the thing and that, boring." The thing that sucks in a lot of ways about the movie is it does all these things right, and then mm-hmm. I swear to God, there's like a 25 minute shorter version of this movie because it's got all the good stuff. Yeah. And then you gave it to somebody in a suit who said, you didn't check these boxes. Right. <laughs> and then right. it's like, we got these four other boxes you didn't check, so add some stuff and, yeah. and shoot another scene. Like when they're fighting at the end and there's that part that we see in the trailer with the mm-hmm. tape and the, yep. does anyone have tape and right. stuff? Right, That stuff is cool. Yeah. But then we go back outside Mm -hmm. and just keep fighting for another 10 minutes and shooting stuff and people getting smacked around. And the, the movie has uh, parts of it, especially like that fight. And there's other, you know, things that happen in the movie where um, it almost kind of negates the idea that the movie is trying to sell. And I guess this is kind of a spoiler, but, uh, where the movie has this uh, part in the plot where you know Quill's like basically immortal, mm-hmm. and the movie that you're watching up to that point, a lot of the bad parts, it almost makes it irrelevant, right? right. Aren't they all immortal? Haven't they all basically? <laughs> haven't right. they all been killed like eighty times <laughs> right. during the movie that we've watched? Right. It's like Quill goes, uh, okay, I'm immortal now. So you mean like I could get, uh, I don't know, shot a bunch of times, crushed by rocks, and I wouldn't right. die? Right. I got that. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. who cares? Yeah. 
But it takes a lot of the stuff that it's doing well, and then I don't know what it is. It decides that it has to do it again. Yeah, Uh, and again. There's tons of stuff in the movie that happens where uh, whatever it is that we're trying to get, it does it, and then it goes, hold on, I'll do it again. Uh, Like, I'll try it again, or whatever it is. There's uh, lots of the conversation with his dad Yeah, that's like, uh, we have this uh, really cool idea for a way of delivering what we want to deliver, but then we're also going to add on this like weird after-school special version, right? So, so that right. we can just say the same thing again. Yep, it's like really weird, and even like uh, even scenes that I like, I ended up kind of not liking at the same time. There's one scene uh, where Yondu and uh, Rocket. Yep have this big talk and I'm like, I feel like they shot that. And then somebody said, give him like a minute and a half more lines and shoot it again. Right. Like I really, I like that scene. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm thinking it's, I just feel like you smacked me around with that scene a couple too many times. Right. It's just kept going and going. And these are not characters who just keep going and going. Right. Right. These are characters who say like three lines. It's like, uh, you know, you go take a Clint Eastwood man with no name movie and give him like, uh, you know, a couple of hundred more lines of dialogue. Suddenly drop him into a Tarantino (laughs) movie where he won't shut up. And go, yeah, now all of a sudden it's uh, he's Mr. Talking Man or something. And so I like what's happening and I like uh, some, some of the scenes. Yeah. Even that, I think, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. But then I think about it and I go, well, except that, shut up. I mean, and that, that's, a, that's actually a weird scene too because I, I started to feel, I started to feel the same way and then Groot saved it. Like right, the right. weird way that Groot is used, baby Groot, I guess I should get it right. Groot is you actually know. really cool throughout great. the whole movie. He's great. You know, but the and and it it's funny how it's funny how mismanaged that extra scenes of dialogue feels compared to how well managed the extra scenes of Groot doing the things he's doing. Like right, I feel right. like it would be the opposite. I'd be like, you're ruining a good scene by bringing in this joke. Right. Leave that alone. We get it. Problem is, it's actually the opposite. Right. Thank God Groot keeps coming in because it breaks up what doesn't feel like is working very well. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Right. Yeah, right. and then but then they do have uh, the scenes uh, like you were saying. You've got Mantis and Drax. Those are all great, and all those scenes those are, are really great. Are awesome, yeah. and it gets to a point where you know I think probably for like the first half hour, maybe the first forty minutes. I don't know if I was taking anything away from the movie. Right. right. I, I was like right. loving every yep. second of the movie. Yep. And then all of a sudden it gets to this point where it just feels like stuff got chucked in, mm-hmm. like stuff got after the fact added in there. Yeah. You'd add like another part to a scene or and especially if you if you really watch like how it's edited. It just feels like we had that part already. Yeah. And then it's like cut okay we could splice in this other additional few lines right or whatever it's just it feels so weird and it just feels like there's more than one person in control yeah and one person in control is filming all those great scenes where it's not so much about everyone you know giving a monologue or right 
having a speech between each other. Yeah. It's just like something happens and people react to it and, and they're still, they're still talking, but they're more reacting to what's going on or they're reacting to, uh, now we're in this situation and we're screwed. So I'll say this instead of just going, I'm going to tell you all about the world. And, uh, and it, it, it kind of ruins the the actual giveaway of the plot, which should never happen. Yeah. Which uh, that was one that I took some serious uh, damage for. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> really moved me far away from the ten because you have to have that story come out. We have to, you know, reveal the sinister plot. Yeah, but the way that they did it in this movie, I did not love. Right. Um. I I loved the part where he's telling the story in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I yeah, even, I did too. I like. That I a lot. even love the story itself. Right. But right. how they told me about the story yeah. when they're actually revealing it, I I was like, eh, what's happening here? It's yeah. like I'm in a different movie. You know, yeah. it's like all of a sudden we you know, jumped to. God, Kurt Russell's babbling forever. <laughs> We're watching the little diorama right. things that he controls Shifting with his mind, yep. which those things were cool at first. Yeah, they they weren't too bad when we start seeing that he's uh, found lots of women, right? Of yeah, jillions of races <laughs> and stuff. That wasn't like horrible. But just the whole way that it's like he's a college professor giving a lecture about well, his yeah. p- his evil plans. Right. I don't know. I just and it I, was weird. The storyboard, the story odd. Yeah, his story storyboarded <laughs> right in front of him was cute and clever right, right. and fun. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I was like two seconds thinking. Yeah, I was two seconds past thinking. Wait, now it doesn't. It this isn't working. All of a sudden, right? And it's, it's so weird. It happens in such a quick transition. It, yeah, it's just too. I don't know. Even I don't know if exactly it's too long. It is. It's too, it's too you know. long. Uh, it, he he just keeps doing it at you yeah. for uh, too long. And it, there's something about we get to a certain point where suddenly the movie goes. I don't think you're going to get this because right. I don't believe that you're smart well, enough to. It, pay attention to what's going on. Right. So I'm going to have to say it for a long time. And I'm going to have to have some visual aids. I wondered if that was for a younger, <laughs> I wonder if that was for a perceived younger audience. Like if they think their demographic is uh, not just dumb, but just young. I don't uh, know. It, it was just it breaks weird. the It breaks the first rule, which you should know firsthand is show, don't tell. You right. know, and it just really, yeah, it's weird how it went on. I, I worried, you know, the film and is... everything else about it, it doesn't do that, And it though. doesn't. It's it so really weird. doesn't. It's so strange how inconsistent it is past the first hour, yeah. you know, because I'm, I'm with you. The first hour alone, I loved and I was right invested in it. And then it did like what sequel films sometimes feel they have to do. It, it splits everybody up. You know, everybody's yeah. going in a different direction. And that's okay when you do it well, you know, the Avengers have done it, you right. know, and you, and not just because it's, it's the easiest of them because it's another MCU film to, to explore. But when it does it badly, there were parts, especially by the time, you know, when Peter's fighting his dad, lawnmower man style at the end, I, I had this feeling where it was more reminiscent of the last Star Trek film we saw. Yeah. Overall, even though I enjoyed the first the first half, maybe a little more, maybe just a little under that so much. It just, it felt like this was an episode of the guardians of the galaxy. If it had a TV show instead of a standalone movie in this, in this expanded universe. And it was so weird because it didn't ever fully feel like it went off the rails, dark shadow style. Right. But looking back on it, 
there's a precipitous drop for me in attention and enjoyment where I'm just like, wait, when did, when and how did that go so badly? Because if it, if it's two hours, it is two hours and 16 minutes. If it, if somebody said to James Gunn, it's gotta be two hours or less. I feel like he would cut scenes that were effective and narratively interesting for sci-fi fight stuff, right, right. you know, and that's a mistake. Like, so it, I'm glad it, they it gave it turn to into him. sort of like King Kong, right? When, when we watched when, King when Kong, when you watch movie, that, and yeah, it was like, exactly. uh, let's drop a bunch of uh, explanation about the yeah. natives or purpose for them being there at right, all, right. or you know, you get it, it. you seen that, this. stuff that you know has you know, to exist right. somewhere, right? And we'll just show <laughs> Kong fighting more because right. that's what people want to see in a King Kong movie. And this is the same thing. Like it, it's like our space opera movie. We want to see a bunch of ships. I'll fighting. tell you, yeah. So they have the gold people with the ships who can show up, yeah. So that we can fly through the asteroid belt. Yeah. So that we can, so that we can uh, have lasers shooting around, and yeah. we can have. You know, people pushing really hard on the spaceship controls, which right. always pisses me off. Right, yeah. <laughs> but it's but it's big space opera thing. Um, yeah, yeah, grunting yeah. while they do it because there's the, some resistance. it's not responding. Right, yeah. yeah. There's resistance to it. And, and we can have awesome. all of these ships, and then somehow we can have all the ships, but people don't die when we right. blow them up. Very, so we've I, got that awesome. I, you know what's really funny? I like the gold people. I, like I do how too. They, I like how they're slighted and then, you know, vengeful. I love the Ender's Game army. Right, you know, right. I just, I, there was so much about, I love how they just go around things. Yeah. Like, I, I, I enjoyed that a lot. But I, I like I like that. But whole, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I like that whole thing too, except that it's, it's such a weird part. It's sort of like the end of the first movie. And then mm. it's just, there's these ships everywhere right. and there's the big net that they're making. And that movie yeah. for me, once it started uh, paying too much attention to the fact that we have to fight and blow shit up at the end, mm -hmm. that's where that movie totally lost me. Yep. And that's where I was really scared. This movie was just going to start there and, yeah. and go, we're Look, just doing this crazy mode. You, right. Cause you brought it up. And you, I mean, just like incidentally brought it up. So the movie starts off in a way that made me automatically, I, I was in this movie, but I was three other movies away. This is the first time, you know, the last time I remember seeing it done fairly well was in The Last Stand, where they took Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart and de-aged them with CGI stuff. Right. And, and it looked okay if you were far enough back in the theater right, right. like they still didn't get their mouths right and there was some stuff around the eyes they didn't get but you got the sense that they were getting there kurt russell in this film looked legitimately like 25 again right, right, and right. immediately when i saw him and how great he looked i thought I want another Escape from New York movie. Right, I want right, the right. next Big Trouble in Little China film. <laughs> Get him in the studio now to film all of these films. I want more Jack Burton. I want Snake Plissken all effing day. Because I I was legitimately thrown when I saw how good he looked. Right. And and I'll say this real quick too, because we we mentioned this stuff. We saw it in 3D, and I can't imagine the the boredom and seeing it without it. I thought it really did right. a bunch to service the film, sometimes in distracting ways, but even just that baby Groot scene in the beginning, it's, a lot, it's, it's a just lot so of much fun. fun. In 3D, it's so yeah. much fun to see in 3d. Um, but yeah, when you said, you know, at the start of the film, you know, you thought it was going to be that way. I, I was blown away by how great Kurt Russell looked anyway. Yeah. And I thought for sure, let's start making these movies fast. Let's get, right. let's get him in the studio. But the, the weird thing about the rest of the 
front of the film that I remembered feeling about the end of the film. The scene where Groot, this is the opening credit scene, Groot, baby Groot's dancing while they're all fighting some right. men in black monster. Mm-hmm. You know, I was as invested in their peril and potential destruction as I was at the end of the film. You know, there, right. there's just I, such an inconsequential when the, when the, when the movie started, on. Yeah, when the movie started, it was very cute that Groot's dancing. People in the theater with us are cracking up all when, he, when he's dancing great. around. Yeah. I was really, I was scared to death when at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. When it started doing that oh, goofy spiel of yeah. what was going on, I was scared to death. I thought, this movie is going to suck, gonna suck. And it's I'm going to be... hate every minute of it. Yeah. And because that opening for me was the worst. I, I'm sure there's. I was obvi- enjoying it. I I'm sure there's obviously tons right. of people who. Yeah. Love that beginning, but I was like, "This is going to be basically like Scooby Doo in space." Right. That's right. what that's what we're going to watch now. Well, oh, so sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, so I was uh, I was thrown, and then the movie starts, and like you said, we and then we, it takes we off. Look back in time. It's we're great. doing all. We're setting up all the story. We're yep. putting things in the story that uh, you know. One of the things I love about the movie uh, is that you legitimately get to forget about that plant. Yeah, uh, that he plans you do because yeah, they do it and they you know they don't necessarily put a bunch of flashing klaxon lights going right. around on it or <laughs> right. anything like that. It's just like this thing, and yep. you're like, I don't know, whatever. That right, thing. sure. And then by the time we get to it at the end, you're like, oh yeah, okay, the thing. I remember that. And, and yeah, and it's not. Yeah. It, they don't you know mention it four or five times on the road to the end or yep. anything like that. They just kind of do it and they're setting it up and and they do I think like setting a lot of stuff up really well. Right. So the whole beginning, then once we get going, I'm like, okay, this is really good. Yeah. But the <laughs> beginning scared me the the thing that i wish maybe the most if you just accept that stanley should never be in another movie again is this i was disappointed that it went the obvious and cheesy and repetitive way you know again whatever you liked about the first movie is in this two or three times and double or triple like you you're going to get whatever you liked in the first film with so many interpersonal things happening between just about all the characters. I wanted it to be more Empire Strikes Back. Like yeah. instead of a big bad guy with a ton of CGI to dazzle me and make me feel like we got our money's worth for 3D glasses. Right. I wanted to see true and genuine heartbreak and conflict and resolution between everybody whether it's your sister, your father, your friend, you know, your your friend's stepdad, adopted dad. Like there's so many dynamics here. When you put them in peril about some planet that's white with light and dangerous to the universe, and okay, I get it. But when you put somebody in peril like you did in Civil War, where you have friendships that you've cared about for the last decade, and now they're maybe not friends anymore, or at least for another movie they'll be friends, Right. you have an emotional gravity that's actually damaging in character building instead of just a CGI fest. Right. And and God and they damn have it, a they lot had of it every there. single thing. Yeah. And they sowed the seeds, they planted it, they tended it, they grew it. it they just didn't cultivate it. They didn't deliver it. Right. And it was weirdly, it was weirdly missing, especially when there were so many things. I mean, there were all kinds of triangles. Quill had it with his dad and with Yondu, with his friends, with, with his sacrifices. You know, there's enough of this stuff in the beginning where in the first film where Rocket's like, you know, I'm out for me. I'm going to take my money and to hell with all of you. Right. You know, his transition, his growth. Sist- I mean, like, I I actually 
I came close to putting it down to seven just because I'm like, the, the opportunity was so obvious you missed. Right. And what's, what's beyond the worst about that is it's not just that it kind of had potential, but that they actually did it. They, they paid attention to they, do it. They actually... Yeah. They actually put all that stuff yeah. in the movie and then just kind of wrapped it up on the periphery, ignored like, it in a yeah. way that they did yeah. it. They're like, ah, we have this Yondu speech at the end and that ties right. it all together yeah, and right. we're done and right. now blow some stuff up. Right. And, and you know right. what, where the movie goes really sideways and uh, one of the reasons that I know that the movie screwed up yeah. really bad. Right. <laughs> and like, like you said at the beginning, you know, we're both given eights. Still. <laughs> and then talk about it like right. it's the worst like movie we ever saw. Right. right. I love it. Um, but where I really knew that the movie had screwed up was when you finally get into the final battle. Uh, I was actually starting to root for <laughs> Quill. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ego to kill them all. <laughs> no, for I, I was I was really starting to root for Quill to just be able to like take over. Right. And just stay. Yeah. Magic planet guy. Right. And take over for his father. Yeah. Instead of just right. killing the whole deal and ending it. Right. And I'm like, I'm I'm starting to want that to happen. Right. And that's gone wrong. Like the movie if has gone want, wrong. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere. Because I for whatever it is that happened, whatever it is that you've you've either shown me or mm-hmm. not shown me or not done with the characters in yeah. the right way. I'm really starting to hope that happens. Right. I know it's not going to happen. Right. Because but that would be... That'd be really weird. That'd be, really, a, really, that'd be a really weird yeah. next movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, in some way, like what there was a part of me that I thought, oh, okay, he's going to he's gonna get rid of Ego, but keep all the light stuff that he has. Right, right. Because he's going to need it to defeat Thanos. Right. Like he, in, in a strange world, it's not going to be the Hulk or Thor or Doctor Strange. It's going to be Star-Lord. That is gonna right. that's gonna save us from everybody. Right. And he and needs then to be empowered. And then I it, was with you. I thought that yeah, was what they were gonna do. That's yeah. totally what I started to think. Yeah. And I started to go, uh, you know, Quill just now owns the universe. Right. He is a Star Lord. Like he's become his namesake. <laughs> no, right, I, right. I genuinely was right there with and, you. Uh, yeah. And I'm sitting there going, the movie has done so many things so well. Yeah. Because it's so fun. It's like sickeningly fun. Yeah. It, it was. Uh, it, it was probably the most fun I actually had sitting in the theater. Yeah. In uh, a while. Just, just pure like roller coaster Popcorn actual fun, fun summer film fun. That's yeah. not horrible, obnoxious, Fast and Furious. Yeah. Michael Bay. Yeah. Nonsensical crap. Yeah. It was, uh, there were several points watching the movie that I was like, I wish Star Wars could be like this again. Yeah. <laughs> that I could watch Star Wars and have like a movie like this. This, this experience, yeah. It, it had so many things that it was doing so good. And then it just crashed towards the end where it just, it just left things laying there. It was, it was like I said, if I start thinking along those lines, mm-hmm. even that he might do that. Then the movie has You're in trouble. Yeah, right. told me the wrong things. It yeah. has not told me things that it should be telling me. It yeah. has not uh, gone far enough into certain ways. I'm like, I should not be thinking that. Mm-hmm. I should be thinking, obviously, dude, just you know, kill him. And, right. And right. when and when Kurt Russell goes, but if you kill me or you know whatever, I should like care that he's right. saying that and right. not just that it's you know, kind of goofy. It's yeah. so, 
it's so anticlimactic mm-hmm. when they actually kill like the universe's oldest, most powerful being <laughs> that I'm like, yeah. really? Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. And then it's just, <laughs> and yeah. then it's just the end of the day. And we're and going like, on. Ah. It's a weird movie. Anyway, you yeah. know, my, my eight is, is in, mostly on the first hour of the film. And you know, what's weird. It's two hours and 16 minutes. It might even be the first like 80 minutes of the movie. That I really, because yeah. it didn't. I it's mean, I was, I was, it's it was, I was really deep into and the film before I started yeah, feeling really losing it. So fun, and it's so much fun. It is, yeah, and it is like I will be surprised if this is doesn't turn out to be one of my most meaninglessly recommended movies. Like yeah. I still would tell anyone yep. to go see it. Go if see there's this. any chance at all sure. that you'll like this movie, yeah, right. It's right. Uh, yeah, right. It's like. It's like balancing recommending this versus, you know, recommending, you know, I don't even like Manchester by the Sea, right? right. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what are you in the mood for? It's like, yeah. Right. Um, you feeling too happy If or there's too sad? any chance yeah. that you'll like this, that's awesome. Then right. you should then go gonna, see it because really it's awesome, like it. right? Yeah, I agree. But, <laughs> but still, yeah. You still have to, weird. I guess, say that to somebody that there's any chance that they'll. And like you know what's it. really funny? I didn't. I don't care about Guardians of the Galaxy as a comic or as characters. Like they're. I mean, I get it. They're fun. They were always like a bridge between wanting to read some other comic. But in some way, it's annoying that they made me have more fun with it to the point where I'm agitated by their mistakes. Right. Like, how dare you make me care about something uh, right. this disposable? You know? Right. It just would have been so much... I mean, this would have been a really strange one and not since Fury Road would I have gone into a movie thinking I'm going to have a good popcorn experience and walked out and been like, I think I just saw the best film of the year. Right. If this had delivered what I had thought it would in terms of, like, a little bit of Empire Strikes Back ending instead of just, like, anything... Right. That's, I might have walked out of there and been like, dude, yeah. guess what? It, I know what my can't win awards are gonna be full and, of. And that's like, gonna and that's gonna be uh and that's kind of dangerous kind of and like, exciting and fun. Kind of like how I started, yeah. I think, uh talking about the movie because th- that's one of the huge problems. Like at some point you have to lose some stars. Yeah. Uh, just because you should have been a 10 right. and you're not. Right. And right. now figure out exactly yeah. where you are. But I have to take something away from that, right? Right. I, I mean, for that. You uh, lose points for losing points. Exactly. Like, that's the, Now figure that out. <laughs> that's right. 10 because, points for Gryffindor. There you go. Because you know? this, this yeah. should have been a 10. This should have been. It really should have been. It really and, could have been. And it, I think it could have been really easily except for what you got is you know yeah. this is in a way the worst part of making good movies yeah. and hollywood stuff because yep. this could have been should have been and would have been a 10 right except that some of the wrong people have the money right and, and they just went wild wild west and, like someone's and, like and we need a giant spider and stan lee can right. go yeah. this is what's happening yeah. and anyway. <laughs> and it's not going to change yeah and somebody uh Somebody was involved in reworking a bunch of the stuff that happens at the end yeah. and and said, nah, this has to be a little bit more like this. We have to have this, do this, whatever it was. But we were uh, going through some of the end filming and somebody right. was somebody else was in charge because yeah. the stuff that we see where it's all the right person in charge, yeah. which I'll assume is the director. Right. Yeah. He wrote <laughs> right. it. He directed it. He had uh, carte blanche to do it. Yeah. When, uh, 
when or you know maybe sometimes he just goes screwy maybe maybe he, yeah, maybe maybe he's got a weird sense of humor who knows yeah. but uh the stuff that goes right in this movie if you, if this movie can make things go as well as they do when they go well right then the whole thing should have been a 10 uh, oh, yeah so yep Anyway, uh, <laughs> we probably babbled on about that movie long yeah, uh, I'm kind of torn next week because I really kind of want to see Snatched, and I'm a little bit surprised that I want to see it as yeah. much as I want to see it. Um, and I feel like it's going to be pretty big. Uh, yeah. it's, it's Mother's Day, and it's... Wait, what else is out? They're trying to play the Mother's Day card on yeah. this movie because there's a mother involved in it. Yeah. Um, King Arthur is the other is the Oh, other yeah. One. And I don't know how big King Arthur's going to be, but I do kind of want to see that one too. So maybe we'll uh, see them both. Who yeah, knows? I'm not sure where not we'll sure end up we'll with see. that. But anyway, tune in next week for one of those. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I'm going to throw out, even though we're going a little bit over on time, uh, if you're following along on the website, you will know that the last uh, podcast that I put up on the website, I said that every podcast from now on was going to have a giveaway. The giveaway is going to happen on the website because there's nothing I can do on the podcast to give stuff away. We but, give it to me. But uh, we're going we're going to give away something every week in the podcast. And this week, cool. Uh, just because it's easier, and uh, I don't. We're going to have sometimes it's just going to be like stuff from the vault. Or, or they could be like it's my home phone number or whatever you know? whatever yeah. happens to come yeah. out that week it might not be related to the movie but yeah. it, you know it'll be all kinds of various things but this week uh, just because it's easy we're just going to give away this movie so that is easy we're going to have a giveaway and then unfortunately you don't get anything for a while <laughs> because <laughs> it's one of those giveaways it's not out yet we have to wait for it to come yeah. out but then when it does you it. won't have to worry about it. So look right. to the website at rescreening.com. You will see when we put up this podcast, we'll have the giveaway up there to win your own copy of this cool. uh, on Blu-ray. Yeah. And uh, probably not like the 4K 3D version of it. Right. But, right. Uh, but still you can get it. Anyway, thanks for listening to us. And uh, please, please rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night. <laughs>